Welcome back to Renegade Muscle. I'm Jeff Roberts. I'm here with Lee Priest. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Phil Heath. Phil Heath's doing the Olympia. Uh, Tampa Pro quick. Bodybuilding DVDs. Maybe some Mensur talk. Uh, uh, listener questions, of course. Of course. And much more. Of course. Of course. What's up, Lee? Uh, not much. Not much. Just a chilly day here today. What is it today? Oh, 85% chance of rain, and it's 9 degrees Celsius. Nice. It's been rainy here as well. Well, it's but, always uh, raining there. That's that's the, that's God crying on the US of A. Yeah. It's shedding his tears of the stupid league in America. Sad. Don't get me started. What do you think about Phil Heath doing the O? Oh, if we're going to ask what I think about Joe Biden giving some silly comments again. <laughs> oh. Phil Heath, now. This is what I was thinking. He says, I'm coming back to the O because I've got unfinished business. So I could say, Jeff, I'm coming back to the O. It doesn't mean I'm competing. I could just be going to the expo. Oh, that would be, I would be pissed off if that's what it was. That's some, <laughs> well, that's some, well, that's some, well, fucking, follow, that's I, some I, Kai I, Green I, shit. That's what Kai exactly, Green would do. Exactly. Kai I Green's could, fake I, ass I, would do that. I could post up, follow my journey to the Olympia. And sure, I'm coming to the Olympia, but the expo. And then it says, people go, but he says unfinished business. Well, let's just say I was at the Olympia last year. I had 500 T-shirts. I sold 250. I've got 250 left over. I've got unfinished business. I've got to come sell the other 250 T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, until uh, I see the signed contract, I don't fucking believe anything. But the sad thing is, though, it's going to be great that he's in it because, you know, if he's in top shape, I think he's going to win, but the thing is, though, if it's only American competitors, because if people can't come from overseas, it's going to be, oh, whoopee do you won the Olympia, who'd you beat? Ruley's not there, Rami's not there, Hardy's not there, some of the big names, Bonnack might not be there, so it's going to be one of those, yes, it'll be a victory because you're there, and mainly American competitors are there, but people are going to be like, yeah, you won it, but there's no real competition, even though there is competition with Brandon and that, you know the way dickheads think, they're always going to come up with shit and go, yeah, but, you know, Brandon, Brandon's a great competitor, so is Flex Lewis. So there is good quality there, but, you know, the mind of the internet trolls, well, Rami wasn't there, he might have beat you. Bonnick wasn't there, he might have beat you. Ruley might have come in and beat you, so big deal, you won. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you're not going to please everyone, that's for sure. It's true, it's true. I think that, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope it's, I hope that people can, people can come. Mm-hmm. I know there were. I mean, Ian competed at the at Tampa, and he's from Canada. I mean, I know it's right there, but yeah, I don't sure know. What, is I'm it, not sure what your restrictions are with overseas, because here in Australia, we can't really come in from overseas. And then nobody, stuff like- nobody in this country knows what any of the rules are, and I think that's on purpose. <laughs> nobody has any fucking idea. The malls are open, and people don't even know the malls are empty. They don't like it's all, it's all, it's all a muddy, a muddy bag of shit. Uh-huh. So can we but, do that? Are we allowed to? Do, are, we, are we allowed to go outside and hang out? That's how it is. Line? That's how it is. Yeah. I was outside yeah. hanging my clothes out. And there was a drone flying over. I think I might be in trouble. <laughs> um, uh, I think he'll win as well. I think even if, like, assuming everyone's going to be there, because if, because if none of the other guys, I mean, if, if it's funny because if you if you asked the question eighteen months ago. Who would win, Phil Heath or 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 Brandon Curry? Uh-huh. I feel like everyone would basically everyone would have said Phil Heath. Like uh-huh. Phil, Brandon Curry has never 
until he won the Olympia with Phil Heath not there, he's never been like considered on Phil Heath's level. Mm-hmm. I think I think Phil is underrated. I mean, I know that's I know he has a stomach issue, but, but think, if he can get that under control. I think he's just a but different I still think level. too. You can't really count out Brandon because Brandon looks great. And now, like I'm sure Brandon was training hard for the Olympia, going, okay, I'm going back to defend my title. But as hard as he was training, knowing now Phil's coming back, his training level just went. Bleh. He just knocked it up a few more notches. Even though you're training hard, knowing that. Feels going to be there. Your whole mindset has just changed a hundred percent, a hundred percent again. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. I feel like, yeah, like trying to picture those two, especially from the rear. Mm-hmm. It's hard to I tell. Like I said because even because I said they still got time with Brandon. We saw Brandon last year looking good, and I think Brandon's going to come in a better version again. And now, if yeah. he knows Phil's Phil's going to be there. He might even bring in more conditioning with that. So really. Until the day of the show, it's still going to be, you know, Brandon might come in perfect. Phil might come in that little bit off. We don't, we haven't seen Phil. I'm sure still Phil's got his size, but he had that year off and stuff. Was he still busting his ass hard and stuff? So it's going to be until yeah. the day, until the day of the show, we're not really going to know. So, and then again, right. now that now that Phil has said this, I'm betting within a week, follow my journey to the Olympia, Kai Green. <laughs> Yeah, no way. I've still got, I've still here. got some, I've still got some t-shirts to sell too. Unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kai Green, don't forget, Kai Green lost to Cedric McMillan in 2016, and and they gave him the win because of the posing round. So he lost to him in the prejudging, and he, and Kai Green had maybe the best posing routine ever at the 2016 Arnold. It was unbelievable, mm-hmm. but. He, I mean, that to say that could go either way is putting it lightly, and that was that was four years ago. And Kai Green, you started to see some like one one shoulder wasn't popping, his chest was kind of like starting to go away. Like, there's no way, like it's not that there's no way, but I don't think I think people vastly overestimate how good Kai could be in 2020. I don't think well, maybe, he's has it maybe anymore. maybe he's taken this time off to fix that shoulder and stuff that we don't know about. Is that what you're doing? Or will Kai Green come back as that lady he dresses up as and do the Miss Olympia? That's that's more likely. That's more likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more likely. But yeah, I'm well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm fucking stoked. I'm, now, I'm imagine glad that if back. he if he did come back and say he now identifies as a woman, a female bodybuilder, could he do the female bodybuilder? Uh, pro- today, yeah, probably, probably. He probably could, and then he, and he would be he would be he would be celebrated for his for his for his whatever the hell you want to call it yeah. his his bravery. And really, too, and when you look at some of the female bodybuilders, you wouldn't look out of place. So it's not like he's gonna. It might not be a walk in the park. You might get beat. You <laughs> <laughs> might get beat. Exactly, it'd be a it's fucking true. hell. It's true, and, and it would be sad if he's the prettiest. And he might be the prettiest one up there. Fuck. <laughs> That would be terrible. If Kai's the prettiest one up there, (laughs) no wonder female bodybuilding disappeared. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, that lost your train of thought. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? You had a vision then of that lineup. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Spank bank. Um. Tampa Pro happened. 
I know. Yeah, I saw you on. Uh, I saw you on RX. Um, he's all over the place. He's irrelevant, but he's all over the place. Amazing, uh, that isn't it? It's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but I heard you guys breaking it down. It was a good show. You check it out. Lee was on a, like a wrap up of on RX Muscle. Oh yeah, that's one of those. I was out in the backyard, and Dave sends me a message. Can you do the wrap up show now? I'm like, oh, I'm what? The Tampa. I said, well, send me some fucking pictures so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool show. I think. Uh, yeah, I think like Hunter is super exciting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks great. You know, he could probably be a little bit more polished, but yeah, you know, I right. did feel for Ian who got second because he just looked like he didn't want to be there. He looked flat or something. He just didn't look weird. like. Yeah, and then I thought Dwayne looked great. The guy that got third, he looked yes. really good. And yes. the guy. Who was the guy in fourth? I forgot. Dave. Dave helped him get ready. I can't remember his name. It's not nice, I but I can't. I can't remember his name either. They're yeah, new. They're no, not. They're not well-known dudes, but a lot no, of there was think, a few breakout guys. Yeah. So, they like, haven't seen Hunter now going to the Olympia. Shall be interesting too now. So. Um, and Hunter's twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. So, twenty-seven. I think he's twenty-seven. Yeah. You know he. I don't know who he looks like, but. When I see him, obviously he looks like his father facially, but mm-hmm. when, I, when I see his physique, he looks like he looks like somebody. I just can't put. Is it Phil? Like he looks like he looks like somebody with those fucking legs and that. I don't I'd know. Have to look, I'd have to look. It looks like it could look like a couple of people. He could look like a when Dennis Newman came up, that type of physique, or even. Yeah. A, yeah, it's hard to say who he looks like, but. I'm sure he looks like himself, but you know when you yeah. look at his body, you, you can just see looking at his body now, if he keeps on the right path and keeps doing things the proper smart way, he has the potential. It's almost like yeah. when I mentioned before, when you looked at a young Jay Cutler, you could see the potential was there. But I think um, Hunter's body looks actually more pleasing than Jay's because Jay had those big legs, but they were funny shaped quads and sort of a bigger waist and stuff, whereas yeah. Hunter just looks nice and complete symmetrical as well so mm-hmm. he's definitely he's definitely at risk of blowing like blowing his shit out if he goes too if he goes uh-huh. too far with it like he's he's put man it was impressive though his legs are huge uh-huh. he's got he's still put together nice and everything you know but to see him a little, like, a little bit more on his upper body and then you know you yeah. would never another 10 pounds on if you can add that to the upper body and then with conditioning on top of that it'd be a yeah. good sight, good sight to see. Right, definitely, definitely. And I, said, I think having Lee, something I about think having, having his father in his corner too. I think he's gonna, you know, be pretty yeah. smart about be smart about it as well. So I don't, I don't know, know how much it... I don't know how much input Lee has on it, but I'm sure he, you know, gives him some advice and tells him to, you know, here and there. So yeah, I'd imagine he. How could you? Yeah, I'd imagine he does. I mean, it's crazy how. Something about seeing Lee Labrada's son on stage was like was so cool. It was so cool. See, like when you saw Sergio, like Sergio is like the second most fascinating bodybuilder to me after uh-huh. after Hunter. Just something about because Sergio Oliva Jr. just is not like his father was at all. Uh-huh. Sergio is like a California kid. He's like a very like he's nothing like his dad. He doesn't really have the same sort of he has a, a similar physique, but Hunter's like almost like the He's the same sort of person. He talks the same way. He looks the same way. Like when he walked out there and started hitting those shots, it was like 
it's fucking Lee Labrada with 50 mm-hmm. pounds more muscle. It was, it exactly. was sick. It was so cool. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it was very cool. And then you had um, George the Bull, George Peterson yes, in the 212, yes. come up from, uh, from Classic. Yep, exactly. Yes, he, he looked good. Yeah. He looked good. They're wondering how he would have done the open. It'd be hard to say. Until, until you can see someone in the open, it's always hard to go off photos or videos and stuff. But, yeah, he looked good. Yeah, and it wasn't like the stiffest competition of all time, but he pretty much smoked that lineup. They had, I was looking on the, because Dave gave me the links. I went to the MPC news thing, and they had quite a few divisions there at the at the contest. There was, like, that division and the Masters, and then there was the physique, and then there was the bikini, then there was the wellness, then the Masters-type wellness, and then there was some other one, then there was another physique, then the master's physique mm-hmm. that's like Jesus, it's a little bit a lot of... it's a little excessive now i saw it dave showed me a picture too he looked really good the guy that won the was it the master's physique and he had is like an amputee he only has one leg oh really mm. i Which didn't even I see think, that i think it's great being up there but i always wonder if you got one leg how do you win the symmetry round and stuff <laughs> that's a good question no, That's no, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that to be, like, sarcastic or anything because, you know, if we are judging the physique, because he looked well, great. He, 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 so he had one leg. He had, like, he had like a he had like prosthetic leg, like, uh, you know, similar to Flex Wheeler's leg with the metal bit yeah. and all that. Did he, he have a like quad a, or was it all the way up to the no, hip? No, it's just all the way up, like the whole thing connected on. So there was no quad or anything. Then. Hmm. So, like, his, his upper body looked great and his arms and that, but then you see the guy that gets second, he looked good too, but he had two legs, so I'm just wondering how they judge it on symmetry or, or was, like, maybe the guy that got second won the symmetry, but then the other guy in muscularity might have. I'm just, you know, just, I'm just asking out of curiosity when you have somebody who is unable. Well, I'm not saying he's disabled, but I'm just saying when you have somebody with two legs and you've got to judge on arms, symmetry, legs and that, yeah. if someone doesn't have another leg, how do they do the judging criteria. I guess you just have to assume that the the prosthetic leg, that leg would look the same as the other leg. Yeah, but you don't have it on the day. So it's like assuming, well, next week he could be ripped. He's not ripped this week, but let's assume if he was yeah, ripped. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of. Yeah, because if because if he was like, because like Michael Lockett, Michael Lockett had a bad knee injury and he uh-huh. has that one leg that's not as good and it hinders him. it hinders him on stage a little bit. Where this did he deserve if, to if win? It, did he, it, was well, he like the best can, guy? If he can, if he can pull up the NPC news, I think it was in the Masters physique. If you can have a look at it, you'll see. Like I said, he looked great, but then I'm just wondering on the judging. Pull up NPC news online, then go to the show, and you're gonna have to uh, fill in for me. I'll read you something. Maxwell, you know, Maxwell that worked with Epstein, she wanted to recruit Paris Hilton for Epstein. Well, that was that was not like Paris Hilton hasn't done anything sexually before, so that wouldn't have been a huge <laughs> thing. Uh, let's see what's happening. Fauci, he warns the COVID-19 vaccine may only be partially effective. Well, thank you. I mean, like what? every flu vaccine ever? Go figure. Similar to that, yes. Now, can loneliness be cured with a pill? Scientists mm-hmm. are now asking. Well, I think loneliness could be cured with a pill. It's called MDMA. 
what causes adult acne and how to treat it. Mm, that's interesting. This is some of the big headlines here. An evening the, update. Did you ever have acne at all? No. No, I get like sometimes sweat pimples, like, but yeah. never, never like acne, no. Here we go. Physical stress at work linked to brain aging, signs of memory loss. Hmm. I believe it. Australians could pass on COVID-19 to their pets. Well, don't sleep with your pets. Only Australians, though. Yeah, only Australia. You're, you're um, <laughs> American. Your American pets are. Do you have hormonal disorder? Here are the signs. If it's in order, you got the guy who plays second. Click on his name when you go back and just have a look at the guy who got second because he looked good too. So I'm just wondering on the overall. Yeah. See? He's got big old delts on him, a long, a long midsection, just like Lee. Mm -hmm. and, and nothing taking that away from him. I'm just wondering now how. How do they judge compared to somebody with two legs? That's all. Because that would be like saying, well, if a guy's got a great upper body and he's in the wheelchair division, could he go in an open class? It's That's a valid cute. question. Because otherwise hmm. you'd have to have like a, a class like specifically for amputees. Mm-hmm. Which would be even harder to judge. Well, it might not be hard if they're all similar, like the wheelchair class, because they're mainly upper bodies and stuff, and they're in the wheelchair. But then if if you got, like, a guy who's an amputee in the open class where you have people with two legs, can a guy with a wheelchair go in open class? Or does he have to stay in the open, I mean, in the wheelchair class? I'm just asking questions. Just all I want to know. I think I think it's I think based on what the what the guy in second looks like, I think it's fair that he won. I mean, but this guy's legs, both his legs are bigger. Like the the, the guy with the the dude who won, his his good leg is is small as like his his good leg is small, but his only leg. Um, but the guy in second is does is not. But, but like you need to you need to away. see the. I know it doesn't blow you away, but you need to see the score sheet to see how they judge it. Because when it comes to symmetry, how do you? Yeah, yeah, that would be a good question for. Uh, I don't know who it's Weinberger, I guess. <laughs> Somebody like that. But um. But it might be like those tall guys at the show who got beat by that four foot five guy and they show their friends the pictures and go look who beat me yeah like uh who was uh like ronnie coleman talking about you exactly he's all pissed off when lee priest beat him i was just a little guy beating me but well you know nothing like i said nothing taken away from him but do the people who the guy that got second with two legs is he pissed at a guy with one leg beating i hope not well would you be i mean it depends. It depends. If he had if he had a better upper body, if it was a, if it was bodybuilding and he had a better upper body and his one leg was better than mine, then I wouldn't be. Yeah, but his one because leg. Because you have to assume you have to one, assume that one, if he if he's one good leg bedlin two decent legs. Yeah, but why would he have if he had that leg though and it was functional? You'd imagine it would be about the same. Like you don't see tons of uh, right leg left leg discrepancies unless. Sometimes you do. 
So it's almost like in in. I don't well, know. You, you can have a discrepancy of muscle size a little bit, but not having a whole leg, it throws off the symmetry around, doesn't yeah. it? Unless your prosthetic leg, you had a 3D printer done of the mold. And, I'm not yeah. serious. I'm yeah. like, you could get the, you know, like that um, bucky arm I've got where it clips onto my arm. You could have a 3D, because you can take a photo of your leg these days, and those 3D printers can do it exactly the same. So if they print it off the cast, and you could clip it around your prosthetic leg, so that way standing there yeah. looked the same. That would be pretty cool. It might cost ten grand, but I'm sure somebody would probably donate their to, time to, to do it. Yeah, yeah, it might but, look awesome actually. But then I he could flex it, it though. No, as long as as long as it was done, like say you're you're two weeks out, however long it takes to do a 3D print. I think they're doing pretty quick. If you could send whoever the photo of your leg how it is now in contest shape and clipped it on. Yeah. That way, at least, even though it's not real, it still looked like your leg that you're competing with type thing rather than just the prosthetic, the metal bit with the foot on it and stuff. Right, right. I wonder if anyone's ever thought about doing that. Hmm. I don't know. There's so few, there's so few those, of those, those guys. Because those, those printers can print anything these days. I mean, you put, yeah. a photo, you put a photo into a computer and it can just start. Yeah. I have a friend who works with those 3D printers. He has an office with about 20 of them or more. Yeah. They're insane. They're insane. They're always running. See? Yeah, See? it's you true. You asked about the Tampa Pro show when we got up on the prosthetics and 3D <laughs> printing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so back to the Tampa Pro. <laughs> I think you said, I think you said on the RX show that you think that um, Hunter Labrada could be a future Mr. Olympia. Yes, I do. I do. Yep. I agree. I agree. He's put together, man. Mm -hmm. I, I'm excited to see him at the Olympia. If, I mean, hopefully the Olympia goes down in a somewhat normal fashion. Yeah, but, I could probably see him. Like, if he comes in even a bit better conditioned and maybe yeah. at another pound or two or something, I could see him cracking top six first. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he beats Flex Lewis. No. I think I don't Flex think he beats Lewis Phil. still has that. I think Flex still has that dense muscle on his frame, and yeah. Flex's, Flex's conditioning, he has that muscle maturity yeah. look to him now. So It depends who shows up, honestly, Yeah, because there's a bunch of guys. It'd be kind of disrespectful to say he's going to – he's not going to be well, Bonac. Well, he's not going to be well, Cedric's, gonna, Cedric's meant to be doing it, and Cedric's one of those – if he's on, he's on. He looks great. If he's oh, off, yeah. he's off. So it's like <laughs> there's always – that. that's why I've always said, you know, predictions are fun to do, but – some of these people were thinking, oh, he's going to win. He's going to, even like Phil was saying, Phil's going to come in and win it. Just say he comes in off. Then it's like, well, shit now. So until the yeah. day of the show, you know, if, if we go by whoever's in shape, but even when you say whoever's in, if everyone's 100% on, I think Phil definitely wins it. And then when it comes down to Brandon, Flex, Cedric, or Labrada, if those guys are all 100% on, it's still going to be a tough show to move them around and call and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm just excited there was a there was an actual bodybuilding show finally. <laughs> you know, but, but like I said, he could, he still could be just coming back to sell his t-shirts, unfinished business. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. He's going to lose a fan if that's the case. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, guys? Scott McNally here. I'm going to jump in with a quick break, and then we will get right back to the show. By the way, guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes, do me a favor and leave us a five-star review. 
All that stuff will help to uh, boost us up so that other people can find our programming. All right, guys, we're going to take just a brief pause to shout out truenutrition.com. I've been using them for years now, years long before they sponsored our programming, and so has Skip, and so has Scott Stevenson, and so has Dusty Hanshaw. In fact, those guys knew the owner, Dante Trudell, for years now, since back before he even had True Nutrition. He's the creator of DC Training, which we talk about all the time, and he's also the creator of True Nutrition. He developed this company so that he could offer bodybuilders high-quality supplements with no flashy marketing, no gimmicks, none of the stuff that would boost the pricing up. This way, he could sell products for next to wholesale pricing and make sure that he kept them as high-quality as possible. I back everything sold by truenutrition.com. You can get everything you need from all your protein powders to plant-based protein powders to whole food vitamins and fish oil to performance supplements like your NO products like citrulline, malate, and beta alanine. Anything you could possibly think of, you can get there at True Nutrition. And if you use our code ADVICES, that will let them know that you support our programming and in turn, They'll continue to support what we are doing. So once again, that's truenutrition.com and our code advices supports our podcasts. Plus it'll get you a discount. I also want to shout out getazoth.com. That's A-Z-O-T-H. Azoth is on the cutting edge of brain supplements. Increasing focus and attention, live in the zone, cognition and memory to process faster and think deeper, improves mood, controls stress, plus energy and motivation, start strong and finish stronger. Whatever you're investing your time in, the idea of nootropics is to get more out of it, to get more accomplished and to be more effective at what you're doing. I use nootropics to help boost my cognitive abilities while I'm podcasting, adjusting diets, and dialing people in on their contest preps. Azoth 2.0 is great for performance enhancement at my desk, but it's also great for performance enhancement in the gym. Check them out. You can go to getazoth.com. You can go to the Amazon link. Both of those are in our show notes. And we also have a code. Advices10 will get you 10% off at either of those sites. That's A-Z-O-T-H. Thank you guys for listening to our ads. Thank you for supporting us by shopping with our sponsors and using our codes. And if you have any questions, reach out to me at Scott McNally one on Instagram or hit me up at the advices radio group on Facebook. Check this out. Jesus. That's a, that's a classic. That's a DVD. Now have you got the VHS? No, no, I don't have any VHSs. Well, you know, that's even better. Look at that. There's there's Mike, your blonde down there in the bathroom with me. Five jacket Mike. Yep, yep. From New York. Yeah, that was a good. That's the. In that scene, you go. You say, "Is this is this the one where you're like, and and so at some part you're like, um, you say, well, I lost forty five pounds in four weeks or something like that. Well, you're yeah. you're like you're like you're pulling your shorts down. You and you're in the bathroom with five jacket Mike. Mm-hmm. And you say, uh, no, actually you pose. I think you pose and you're putting your, you're putting your like pants back on and he's yeah. like, Oh, you look good or something. And he's like, and you, and you talk about how you lost like 45 pounds in four weeks or something, something Probably. like that. It's been that long. That was like what? 98, I think. Wasn't it? Let's see. Yeah. No, 2000, 2006. 2000. Yeah. But I mean, I think it was 2000. The show was getting Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. December 2001, originally released. Yeah, it was filmed in 2000, I think, leading up to the yep. Night of Champions and stuff. Your like wedding that. is there with uh, Kathy. Yeah, that would have been 2000. I think it starts with the wedding, doesn't it? It does, yeah. You're huge. 
<laughs> You're huge. <laughs> Your legs are busting out of those fucking white pants. <laughs> I was a trendsetter, wasn't I? It's like, oh, this is, a sad, this is a sad movie. He's getting married at the beginning. Look at this one. Uh, it's even signed. It's signed by Phil Heath. A New Beginning. I think it's his first DVD. It follows him to, like, the Colorado Pro. When was that? Like, 06 or something? 06, or? yeah. He beat Darum. And Kai was out of the top 10. He's, like, a no-namer. Hey, look at that. Yep. I got... Look at, look at you. Oh, look at you. You've been going through your old boxes or something, have you? Yeah, well, moving. Uh, of oh. course, I got this. I mean, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Oh. Is that the new version, like the uncut, new edited? Um... The 25th anniversary special edition features Pumping Iron digitally remastered, plus making a feature uh, exclusive interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger and more. He oh. admits to steroids. Oh, my God. Got this one. This is your favorite. Train Insane. This is how it came. Just like this. Uh, what's that? What happened to the top uh, bit of it? It came in like a little, a little case. All right. So I put it in a bigger case. Yeah. Branches DVD. Then... You're featured in all of these, I think. What's that? The battles? Battle. Well, how about I just do this? Battle for the Olympias. Oh, yeah. Who's on Sunday? Because on the back it shows who's on them, doesn't it? Okay. That's got the different competitors and what body parts are you doing. We got Darren, Paul Dillette, Aaron Ray. Baker, Lee Priest. Oh, yeah. Kevin, Sean, Jean-Pierre Fuchs. Milos, Johnny Moya, Ronnie, Ahmed Hadar, Flex, Gunter, Aaron Baker. What a good, this is a what, what, good what body one. part am I training on that one? Chest or uh, back? Chest. You pull up in the Hummer and oh, you're like, yeah. only crackheads and drug dealers are out. <laughs> like, yeah. And yep. you do like, um, you do, you do chest. You do like three plates on the incline and the flat yep. and everything. And then you talk about how you think most pros are allergic to the metal, they don't want to touch their own weights. When uh -huh. you're racking up. And then I go outside and pose, don't I, yep. on the balcony? You look insane there, too. Your, weight, your, arms, the, look, your arms look bigger than your waist in that that's video. The, that's the year the judge told me I wasn't in good enough condition. I wasn't hard enough. There you go. And my reply was, what do you want, rigor mortis? <laughs> uh, Lee Priest, chest, shoulders, and calves. Oh. I think this one. What, there's none, none of them had me doing arms? What the hell? This one you're in your you're in your um you're in the shed. barn. Oh, yeah, in the shed. shed. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one, that one. Yeah. And well, King so none Mahali. Of, I didn't do arms on any of them. Two thousand two. Uh I don't think so. Well chest, shoulders, calves. No, I don't think you did arms. That's sad. That's two thousand five you did legs. There he is. Doing legs. Yeah. Doing a hundred reps with four plates. That's the one we talked about last time, wasn't it? Yep. 2005 do, was good. And then I didn't do the show. I said, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Gustavo, Darum, Victor, Branch, Jay, Gunter, Chris Dim, Johnny, Craig Richardson, Quincy Taylor, Melvin, Ronnie Raquel, Dennis James. Dennis James in this one was great. He was he, massive. It's funny uh, you mention some of those names. You wonder where they are now. It's like <laughs> I know. Ale uh, Alexander Federoff. Remember him? What's his name said hello to me the other day when I was on Instagram Live? Henderson Ford. Henderson Ford? Am I supposed to know who that is? Henderson Ford. He's from Canada. 
black bodybuilder. Oh, I don't know. I'm on, I'm I'm not aware of him. Am I Jesus. boring? <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, 07, which like Lee is, this, it's like, Lee it's is like not this, in. This is your life. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't. I was a bad boy then. Lee was suspended, but. <laughs> Yeah, 07, it's got like Ronnie with his that was his last attempt at it. It doesn't it doesn't say on the back guest appearing at the Expo Lee Priest. Nope. Wasn't allowed on stage. You do have a guest appearance in Pulling John, the arm wrestling documentary about John Brzink. Remember when I sent you that picture? Were you like going like this? Yeah, so there's a there's a the greatest arm wrestler to ever live. Actually, I was going past uh, is that on Netflix, is it? It was at one point. It was at one point, but I don't think it is right now. I think it's still stiff. Yeah, it could be because only last week I was going past it. My wife said, that looks interesting. Yeah, it's about like different arm wrestlers overseas and that sort of stuff in different countries like Germany or somewhere or Russia. Yeah, it's essentially about three arm wrestlers. And it's mostly about John Brzezink, who's the most dominant arm wrestler. He's probably that, the most it, dominant athlete of the, all time. And he was like an elderly guy, wasn't he? Older, because he's talking no. about the younger guys yeah, coming yeah, yeah. up the beating. Yeah. Older, like, or yeah, older, not like, old. Not yeah, old. No, no, no. He's no, talking about old. all these younger, younger kids trying yeah. to beat him coming up. Yeah. But he was 210 pounds, and no one on the planet could beat him for oh, like 25 years. He was the best arm wrestler. I, I got a cameo, do I? Yes, because they, because he, there's a. One of the first or second competitions they go to in the in the documentary is Arnold at the Plastic. Arnold. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he came two, past. He's got he's got a big forearm on one arm, doesn't he? Oh. Both his forearms are gnarly, <clears throat> not like yours, but they're gnarly. Mm-hmm. Um, he, but there's a real quick clip of you, and you just like hit a shot for the camera, and you're fucking insanely freaky, insane. Yeah, yeah it must have been. I don't I remember. remember. Like, a lot of the arm wrestlers used to always come over and see me because they like my forearms. So when the arm wrestling was on at the Arnold Classic, they'd always come past and get a picture with me and do this. Like this one young kid, he went to do that, to do the photo like that, and he tried to do that really quick. I'm like, you wanker. It's almost like he tried to break my arm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm just doing a photo, and all of a sudden he gets yeah. so serious. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> it was probably a little bit – it was probably like 05, 06, 04, 06 seven somewhere in I'll there to, like I'll, have to, I'll watch it now and i'll let you know i'll tell you about the hairstyle and yeah what it's company, not what company was i with if i was i at a booth or you were wearing blue that helps uh, that's all i know dude that's all i know <laughs> you're wearing blue and you're fucking jacked that's all i know a blue um, t- a blue t-shirt was it or you didn't have sleeves i don't think or maybe you rolled it's it's a very quick quick clip of you but it's just mm-hmm. you and you're like you're like this and like this and you're uh, maybe you know. if I got blue on maybe it'd be twin lab I'll have to have a look at it and let you know. Yeah, it's probably it's probably like mid mid documentary, probably er- yeah. a little bit earlier than that. If I'm with twin lab, it'd be around the 2004 or maybe two. I bet. Or... It, yeah, yeah, I bet it is because you were definitely like. It was when you were highly competitive. I could just you could tell by looking at you in that in that oh, one that second been, clip. That would have been nineteen eighty six then. When I was thirteen. <laughs> when I was 13. <laughs> yeah, I was negative Un- one. Undefeated then. <laughs> I uh, I watched a new movie. You know what? You posted oh. on you posted on your on your Instagram to watch that Unhinged with Russell Crowe. Yeah. Did you go to the movies to see that? Our movie theaters aren't fucking open. How how Still, ridiculous is that? Why, why not? Because in a movie theater, when you go to get a ticket, they can number your seat and space you out. Why not? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. 
The only Maybe. thing that's not open is fucking gyms and movie theaters. The only two things that I want to be open. Yeah. All I need is a movie theater, a gym, and a grocery store, and I'm good. I don't need anything else. And those are the but fucking that's things. But that's the only thing when people say, how did this affect my life, this shutdown? The only thing that affected me was not the movie theater being open because I got a gym at home. I could go to the grocery store. I could go outside walking. So the only thing I missed, but I have to say, though, that unhinged movie, when you see the preview, have you seen the preview for it? No, I tried to watch it, but I didn't realize it wasn't out yet. We were trying to buy it on Amazon or whatever. Uh, and well, we didn't... You, can go, you can go on YouTube and watch the preview. On the preview, it just looks like a bit of road rage, like he's angry at this girl because she was an asshole. He apologized to her. He goes, okay, it's your turn now. She's like, I ain't apologizing to you, bro. So he's like, okay. So for the whole movie, he stalks her. And because of her not apologizing, probably 12 people at least get murdered or killed. In <laughs> so, yeah. and I mean, it's, it's full on. It's like... I'm surprised the women's groups aren't up in arms because when he's, you know, boof, he's beating her <laughs> and fucking kicking her and and just but when you see these other murders in it that he kills people, it's just so full on fucking brutal. It's like you yeah. just laugh, you just laugh because you don't expect it. You think, okay, maybe he'll do this, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you're like, fuck yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's like, but he plays this bad psychotic guy really fucking well as far as like a nut job, and it's funny. Yeah. I was there with my, like, Rachel come to see me, and the guy, it's funny, because when I won that money on the radio station, the guy from the radio station was there, I'm like, hi, he goes, oh, hi, Lee, you won the money, he said, yeah, and then my wife, he says, what do you think of the movie, and my wife turns to him and goes, she had it coming, she deserved it, he's like, oh. <laughs> you know, women, they normally defend the women, my wife's like, she had it coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, um, we watched The Lighthouse, have you seen that one? Uh, no, I've seen it there. That's Gerard Butler, isn't it? The black and white film? Yeah, I thought Gerard Butler. I've watched one with Gerard Butler in The Lighthouse, but there's there's one. I've watched one Lighthouse it's new. one. It's new. It came oh, out in 2020. Pretty, yeah, I have seen it there, but I watched one that was about a lighthouse, but that was a different one. There's these two guys in a lighthouse and they had to stay there, but then there's these funny creatures on the island. That's a different one. I haven't seen that one. Have you seen that? Have you seen the no. one, the, the new one? No, I've seen it there, but I haven't clicked on it. But I think yeah. it's, Gerard, it's Gerard Butler, isn't it? Is he the older guy or the guy from, like, Twilight or whatever? Gerard Butler's the one from 300 and the, and White Olympus Has Fallen and all that. Is he the older guy or the younger guy? Fuck me, dude. I'm going to Google it now. Just <laughs> Like, is he in his 20s I, or is he in his 50s? Probably in his 50s or 40s. Jesus. Jesus. Have you watched the movie? It was good. I don't know actors. I don't know that. I'm not into actors. Who was it? Humphrey Bogart. The Lighthouse trailer. The Lighthouse. It's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up, actually. It's not what you think it would be. A New New England folk tale. Was that it? The Lighthouse film. Yeah, it's... uh, I mean, it's... 2020, it's black and white. That's the most not- like notable thing about it. Uh, no, that, that's the one with, no, it's, um, what's his name? That was Robert Patterson and William Defoe. Okay. Yeah. They both did a great job in that movie. It was, it was pretty cool. It was, and there's a, there's a mermaid in it, by it says here. Uh, yeah. And you, you, you might, or you may or may not see mermaid pussy. Oh, that's to slow it down. You may see fish, fish pussy in that movie. So. It's a it's slow a modern, it down. You don't even have to slow it down. I mean, I did, but. As a modern day horror masterpiece. 
eh, it's a bit much, but it's it was good. It was, it was chilling, chilling and effective. A dark and dis disconcerting journey. Was it a dark and disconcerting True. journey for you? It it was. It absolutely was. The music is great. The music is very like the music. The music makes it way more eerie and disconcerting than than it would be without. That's surrounded, surrounded twenty five miles from land, surrounded by the deadly Irish Sea. The men are stranded in a freak storm that rages for months. Nothing short of an act of God. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the older the older dude in it is like a classic old school sailor. You know, that's, like William, the, that's the, William Defoe. The, He's got yeah. the beard. Awesome. Awesome character. Awesome. I'll but I was hoping you'd then. seen it. No, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, but I haven't clicked on it, but I'll give it a look. It only goes for, it got 7.6 out of 10 on IBM. Rotten Tomatoes even give it 90%. Yeah, that's why I ended up watching it. Hmm. It's probably a polarizing movie, though, because I'd imagine I could definitely see people not liking it. I would not be surprised yeah. if people didn't like it, but I liked it. Because a violent storm in the 1890s, the pair must fight each other to retain their sanity and survive a reality as it crumbles around them. Why didn't yeah. they just? Why they got? Why couldn't they just cuddle and make love? Well, you got to watch the movie. Well, why they got to fight? Why couldn't they just be like, "Hey, we're here for a couple of months. We're stuck on an island. Let's make love, cuddle, and kiss." <clears throat> I'm gonna spoil if I if I answer these questions, Lee. I don't want to spoil it for you. I'm one of those people you can tell me the end of a movie. I'll still watch it. Yeah, I'm kind of also one of those people. I I, um, I, I, I like to know. I'm like, tell me how it ends. Because what I hate, nothing worse than when someone goes, go see this movie. It's a great movie. I won't tell you the ending. I won't tell you the ending. So you go watch it. And when it ends, you sit there like, that was fucked up ending. Why didn't you fucking tell me it was coming? <laughs> now I'm disappointed. I I'd, rather, yeah. I'd rather be disappointed early so I know, okay, this is a great movie, but I know it's got a shitty ending. But, you know, when you sit there and you just go, that's it? It's like, what the fuck happened? It's just, that's over? Or it's like, they, they leave the movie hanging and my wife's like, oh, that was great. I said, no, it's not. Are they dead? Are they like, she goes, well, that's up. That's for you to, you know, make up your own ending. I said, I paid fucking $15. I don't want to make up my own ending. I want to fucking watch it. Why can't they put in? If they died, are they alive? Are they going to survive? Is she with him? Show me how it fucking ended. That's what I'm paying for. If yeah. I wanted to make up my own ending, I would have wrote the whole fucking movie to begin with. Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with you. I hate I hate those shit endings where it's nah. like, it okay. doesn't really end. Like M- nah. that, that Shyamalan guy sometimes does that oh. crap. Oh, no. I know it's, it's like, sort of like it didn't from finish one it. scene, like it goes from one scene, they'll be doing something, and then it goes black for a second. So you think you go into the other scene, then it says <laughs> the end, you're like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. It's the but worst. But I was like that movie, um it's like, no, it's like no it's thing like for you, older you just men. A, what was that one? No country for older men. Yeah. And it had Tommy Lee Jones and his wife sitting at the table talking, and then it just goes black and you're like, Well, that's it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You're left I, think, I think that happened in what's his name? Everyone hated it. What happened in Sopranos and the fucking screen goes black. What happened at the end of Sopranos? It's like, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Listen to this, this, this. This does have an ending, does it? So I can watch it. And... The ending is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but, uh, but it, it does but have it an ending. Oh, good. Like it has the mermaid, an The mermaid gets raped or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we're not really going to answer this because it's just it's not, not it would be good so club frothy this this guy <laughs> that's I, a I decent know. name 
club Freddy. This dude apparently his name is Sean. He's from Melbourne, it looks like. Uh, Melbourne. In Australia, there's been names of. First of all, this is happening everywhere. Um, in Australia, there's been names of particular products that people all of a sudden think are racist and offensive. Uh, lollies, <laughs> lollies, lollies yeah. such as Redskins and Chicos, yeah, Chicos have had to shop. be renamed because of yeah. so-called racist overtones. Do you know, do you Your thoughts Chico's, on this PC bullshit? Do you know what Chicos are? No, they're just you know you know Jelly Baby lollies. They come blue green Jelly Babies. Jelly beans? No, not Jelly beans. They're actually Jelly Babies. They just look like little babies or little little people, but they're like strawberry raspberry. Doctor okay. Who used to eat them all the time, jelly babies. Like Sour like, Patch Kids, but they're not sour, almost? Yeah, or you get those gummy bears and they're bears. Yes, yes, yes. Well, pretend it's not a gummy bear, a gummy person. Okay. But these gummy person ones are just chocolate flavor, so they want to be in them. Yeah, it uh, makes sense. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, there's, yeah, there's now, all kinds then of we shit. Had, um, well, we had the coon cheese. It got, it got banned over here now, coon cheese. Yeah, which is silly. It was, just a, it was just the name of the guys that invented it. But now there's actually a thing that was on the thing yesterday. We have a thing over here called um, Paws. They're like a milk company, and they have this milk where it's got more protein, less fat, and it's called something Paws A2 Milk to Smarter White or something because it says Smarter White on it. They want to be in that because it says yeah. Smarter, like the Smarter White choice on yeah. milk. It's like silly. It's like, oh, the cancel culture is just like, oh, why can't the cancel culture cancel themselves? That yeah. would be fucking, that would be good. I will say that, like, in general, dude, the, back in the day on International Iron, we had some, we had some, what, 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 that where was one time when. What about, we, that, what about white sugar and brown sugar? Are we going to be in that white flour? Probably should. What, oh, here's something. <laughs> what about this? We have it here in Australia. Do you have it in America? Top deck chocolate where it's white and then milk chocolate. Oh yeah, we don't well, call well, it what, top deck, but we, we have shit what, like that. Well, here it's called top deck where it's white chocolate on top and then the milk chocolate. So you know what, Jeff? You know what that means? That's the white man keeping the black man down because the white chocolate's on top and the fucking bottom. I yeah. want it cancelled. I want it. Fucking I think cancelled. Well, first of all, and I'd imagine Lee. I imagine you're the same way. Like. The more politically correct you are, the least I can be around you. Like oh. if you're if you're a severely politically correct person, stay the fuck away from me because mm -hmm. no one wants to be around you to be honest because you're a prick. And if and it, the 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 more the, the more politically incorrect you are, the better we're probably going to get along because you're not going to fucking get offended oh, when I joke well, around. Exactly. You know and what that's I mean? The thing. Like, so like you gotta. You, I, I like if you. Stay away from me if you're gonna get offended by shit. Just don't, just don't even. Because you're, you're, like you gotta be, you gotta be level-headed enough too to understand. Look, if you're gonna be a racist bigot asshole and just accuse people this and a blah blah blah, then you're a dickhead. But you have to be able to distinguish between a pure fucking racist and then people who talk in general, where you might discuss stereotypes in a funny way because they're funny. That's why fucking comedians yeah. make fun of things all the time. Comedians. Make fun of disabled people, but now you do that. Oh, fuck, I know you can't make fun of disabled people. We've got a guy here in Australia, he just lives in my town actually. I talked to him online called The Butsman. Butsman is on um, Instagram and that comedian. He, in the last week, he was showing all these fucking emails and messages he's got. A lot of them are from Muslim people, like, I'm going to stab you to death. I'm going to stab your wife. I'm going to rape your daughter. 
I'm going to kill you because he made a joke. He's made it before on Thing. He was talking about that shooting in New Zealand where the guy went into the mosque and killed some people. And he talks about you know, how as bad as that was and these innocent people getting killed in a place of worship. He goes, it wasn't the people getting killed that upset me the most and this and that or and upset other people was, was when this gunman went into the mosque and killed 50-odd Muslims. He goes, the thing that pissed me off the most was that night when me and all my mates come out of the nightclub, we couldn't get a cab. <laughs> and the whole audience laughed and shit, but because you made that joke, yeah. they're, trying to, they're trying to cancel him and they're trying yeah. to – the amount of death threats he got, I'm thinking, fuck me, dead. It's like, it's a joke. Move on. It's a joke. Hello. It's a joke. Hey, can you turn the light on? Yes, hold on. Hold on one second, Jeff. Okay. I'm in, I'm in control of the lights in the lounge room. Uh, I don't give my wife – control over anything what's going on back there okay there you go the lights are on go put your chain back on and get chained back to the kitchen (laughs) i gave you too much leash yes sir (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i don't know like just i mean you gotta be able to joke in in this day and age with shit so serious look in the old days you could joke even with your mates if your mate was from Italy, you'd call him a fucking wog. Dad call you a name. It's like you'd go back and forth because it was funny, it was comedy. No one got offended because you knew you're just making a joke. There's a big difference between making a joke to someone or making a joke or a comedian making a joke compared to someone who's a flat out fucking racist. And if you yeah. can't distinguish the two, it's like some of these movies that have come out before now they've got to get rid of the movie because they say, Oh, that's racist, you can't do that. That's a fucking funny movie. Just leave it. If you're offended, yeah. don't watch it. I had a guy on my Instagram live this morning. Stop cussing. Why are you cussing so much? I'm just like, you fucking cunt. Why don't you fuck off? And for like 10 minutes, you're still there. You're still cussing. And I'm like, and you're still fucking here. Just fucking click off, mate. Go somewhere else. I said, look, obviously you can't do it. So I just went click and I got rid of him. I was like, if you don't like it. And how many times you probably go to a comedy show that might go for an hour and a half? He might tell 200 offensive jokes. And out of those jokes, maybe you don't even like one, but I don't get offended by them. I just go, huh? That one's not that funny, but I don't yeah. go, oh, I'm going to go home now and get online and fucking, ooh, you told that one joke. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> it's like, people I think are so mo- sensitive. I it's think like- most of the time, I think most of the time, mo- I, th- I think most of the time people who get like offended by that stuff are not offended. They're not yeah. offended. They're just acting like they're offended to be like, look how good of a person I am. When in oh, reality, exactly. those people like, 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 like fucking vegan. Like all the all I'm the all the like I'm a all the like because I'm saving the cows. Yeah, like all the young white women who go on about oh. Black Lives Matter. Like no. those are always the biggest cunts. Well, well, not always, it's like almost you said, always. It's like you said, because of social media now, it's like they want to be seen as look at me, I'm standing for something. Aren't I right. a good person? Right. When I go out and protest and film myself getting a yeah. little fake arrest, look, look at me. I, I have a purpose yeah. in life now. Fucking Fuck hell. <laughs> Yeah, just fucking. Yeah, like just just the other night, I was I was I was hanging out with some one of my buddies lives in Vegas and he was in town, so we're hanging out. And uh, I had uh, I'm a type one diabetic, and my blood sugar dropped horribly, and I was like stuttering and shit. So I had to I slammed a bunch of raisins, and I was like, but it takes a little bit. And one of my buddies did a guy. Yeah, of course, of course. One of my buddies is like, fucking, hey, he's like. 
He's like, you're getting really diabetic on us and shit like that. You know, like it's well, just, my, 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 my wife is relentless with like, I have, you know, I have like serious autoimmune disorders and my, all my buddies and stuff. Like, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Like it, it doesn't even matter what it is. Like, and the thing was, if you saw a comedian, that's off limits, if, if you're if joking, you saw, exactly. If you saw a comedian making fun of any ailment you have, you'd sit there laughing going, you know what? That's fucking true. It is funny. Yeah. You'd laugh at it. That's yeah. why it's funny because you can relate to it somehow or you yeah. know someone that does that. I have yeah. a friend similar. He, um, when he came to visit me in America, Mark Rainbow from New Zealand, he gets stuff like that where he just like, he could be talking to you like this. He'd be like, yeah, Jeff, this and that. And you can tell he's getting a little bit spacey. Then he just goes. <laughs> and he's gone. So like we, I took him on these roller coasters at Six Flags. And then when he came off, I fucking, he's sitting in the chair. Then we all fucking left him and we're hiding and watching him. And he's sitting on the bench like this. And when he comes to, he's like. Where did everybody go? And then he, it was around <laughs> Christmas time. We're having Christmas dinner at the table. There's another funny one. Yeah. We put his food in front of him. Everyone gets their food in front of him. And all of a sudden he goes to eat it. Then he just tells he's gone again. I mean, he just zones out. Like, his eyes are open, but lights are on. No one's home. So while he's like this, I take his plate away. I put an empty plate back. I hang fucking candy canes on his ears. Because you do whatever you want to him while he's fucking out. Yeah. He suddenly comes to, he's like, did I eat my dinner? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck's this? Like, oh, you fucking assholes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you realize that you realize yeah. that he's passed out. Well, I said, not even passed out. He just like goes blank, like, and his eyes are open, but he's just right. not there. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. We always put shit. We always put shit on him when he does that. He's like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. One of my friends, one of my friends out here is a Jewish kid. He's, huh? he's like his, his mom grew up in Israel and he's fluent in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And I'll like hand him my wallet and be like, you smell this and tell me how much money's in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and and he probably dies laughing yeah. and he'll be like, like if, if, if we, if we like, if I'm like, whatever, I'm like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get, get the fuck out of here or whatever. He's like, what the, this is just like the Holocaust. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, he's, it's like, it doesn't, is, is mean, it... it doesn't mean that I hate Jewish people No, or fucking jab and he'll, like, he'll, he'll do the same thing about me being a diabetic or having Addison's disease or having a giant blockhead <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Like in the, it, next time, next good. time you're over, next time you're over his house, he's a good one for you. Next time you're over his house, Jeff, and he's in the shower, just reach in and turn the <laughs> light off and go. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I mean those, yeah. <laughs> Those well, jokes, those jokes are abound too. Yeah, for sure. I know. Sure. It's just like, and the thing is, when you got people who have an open mind, sense of humor, that's all it is. It's a joke. It's not like, yeah. well, how would you like it if Satan's? Oh, here we go. He comes to fucking do gooders. It's like, I would oh. think it's hilarious if it was coming from a. If it was, well, it's like it's like me. I'd say to people sometimes. I've been there with a group of people. I go, "What's twelve inches long and makes women scream?" And they're all like, "Oh, that's a dirty joke." No, I don't know what is it. I go, "Crib death." They're like. <laughs> That's not funny. I had a friend whose baby died. I know. I said, "Yeah," and I bet you they fucking screamed, didn't they? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like you, you can't control the fucking world. You got to just fucking yeah. laugh at it. Like, yeah, geez. like it's 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 just what what like what are you helping? Like if you don't, if you're if you're like, it's like no shit that that is horrible. No shit. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't make it any less horrible to never joke about it. Mm-hmm. It's not like now it's going to be like, 
people are just going to be killing babies because you're joking about crib death. Like, <laughs> what the thing fu- it's too- the same, that's what I wanted to say about the about the what Sean was talking about with them changing all those products and stuff. It's yeah. like, how the hell? Like, let's if if there, like there's a race issue, how does that? How does that help a race issue at all? Like, it, it, do you really think that that's it? Like, if you think there's a serious race issue in a country, if you think getting rid of Aunt Jemima is going to fucking do anything, you're out of your fucking mind. Well, ever since they changed the name of Coon Cheese, look, racism's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As if, as if, like, those things are, like, being searched for well, I'm after offended. the fact. I'm offended because I'm in a relationship. I'm a couple. And when I see craft singles, that offends me because I'm not single. <laughs> so I want craft singles to be taken off the market yeah. because yeah, that, same. Is, that is showing that you should be single and yeah. play the field and spread disease. And when you're single, you can just spread disease everywhere. So I think yeah. having a craft single is not spreading a good message of being married, being a couple, being in love. That's the sort yeah. of shit they think when they see something like that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I it sounded mean, good, though, didn't it? it sounded good I agree. Craft singles. singles, craft singles infuriate me. I agree. They do. They should come as a pair. That way, we know they're in love. They're mahogany, whatever it is. Misogynist, yeah. not misogynist, fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. What you, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they're not. Do you, they're not. Do you, do they're, you, not do you, they're not cheating with the other cheeses in the fucking you, That's This what, might. <laughs> this might be a stupid ass question, but do you have American cheese out in Australia? No, nah, no. Nah. We have like we have like. Um, the brand's craft now, but normally we just have cheddar, Swiss. Just, we, we'll put it this way. We don't have the cheeses that America has that are fucking bright orange and all these fucking weird colours where it's That's like, too bad. We, don't, we don't have cheese in a fucking tube. <laughs> Chemicals. That's too bad. American cheeses. When I first come to America and I saw some of the colours of the cheese there, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is that radioactive or what? Some of them are brown and, and shit. We have, there's so many cheeses. Uh, okay. There's head, there's head cheese. Hitch. Have you tried head cheese? What's head cheese? Head cheese. <laughs> on the end of your cock, on the end of your foreskin. I don't know. <laughs> it's like cottage cheese. <laughs> uh, uh, I may have tried it unknowingly. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fresh. That's that's um yeast before the bread's made. That's a yeast infection. <laughs> yeah. Dom Hitchin asks, did either of you play any team sports when you were younger, like rugby or football? Yes, I used to play rugby. Yes, I used to play 5'8 in rugby. But I gave it away because I was like, you're back in the field a bit, grab the ball, run, because I was a fast runner. And because I was a fast runner, they'd always try and take me out and whack me in the fucking legs and shit like that. Even though I didn't have the ball, they'd fucking come at me and try and ram their knee in the side of my leg and... I'd always get injured sometimes when you get tackled, you land the wrong way. And one time I got yeah. tackled, I didn't have the ball, and I'm about to get up, and this big fat cunt just came out of the top of me. Hear my neck go, <laughs> for like then Ooh. two weeks, I had, I had my neck in the cast thing for two weeks because I just like ah, like that. But yeah, so that's what about the same time too. I was starting the weight training, and a lot of the what age is this that you're playing rugby? 13, 14, 15. Yeah. So then it was like, you know, some of the injuries I got from rugby would stop me training for a couple of days. So I'm like, fuck this. I want to go to the gym. So I stopped the rugby. Yeah. I played, I played like football, um, like NFL, American football. When I was really young, 
and I did the I did the same sort of thing, but I was so young that all I could do was run fast. So I was like a a safety and a tailback. But I only played for a few years, and I stopped when I was like ten. And then I played. Did you did you stop because the coach was touching you? No, I st- unfortunately not. <laughs> I stopped. I That's stopped not funny. Because... Do you know how many people have molested Jeff? I'm offended by that comment. Yeah, I'm jealous of all of them. Um, I'm offended. Yeah, I'm offended. I wasn't touched. I know. What the fuck? What's wrong <laughs> well, with me? I wasn't, I wasn't pretty enough. Come on. You know what's funny? <laughs> when I one thing I remember when we played football is I have such a fucking huge head that. <laughs> Did you have the, a special the, helmet? The, the helmets never fucking fit because they didn't oh. like how large my head was. I'm like, the hell, I, I had to fucking. Sc- I didn't. I didn't like football. I could, I'm I could not, see I your mom. Like you, I can't. I can't get the ball and get just. I just. I hated getting smashed from like. I just. I just didn't have that like. I didn't uh, like I, football. I, could, I didn't like I getting see, fucked up every day. I could see you playing with your mum making you your own helmet out of an ice cream container and a rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got my ice cream. You're sitting on the yeah. bus. Boom, I'd eat the whole banging. fucking pot of ice cream first too. Were you at the back of that little bus, banging your head on the window? Boom, yeah. Boom. yeah. As the car goes past you at the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's Jeff at the window. Look out, he's off the football. Yeah. <laughs> and now, yeah you've offended everyone. Like... now you're making now you're making fun of people on the short bus. I'm offended by yeah. this whole program. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we'll be getting like, uh, we'll be getting ready for bed. And I'll be like, oh, fuck, I got to take whatever medication I have to take. And, and she'll be like, grab your fucking helmet for bed, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, that's funny, isn't it? Well, I'm, well, I'm offended but, by I'm offended by people that have kids that have problems because they get a free trip from Make-A-Wish to Disneyland. I've got to pay for my own fucking entry fee to get in there and air fee. So fuck me, then. <laughs> you don't know. know how easy you fucking got it. It's oh, not fair. me. Poor me, make a wish. Here comes the movie it's star, like, signs an yeah. autograph for my son, get a photo. Yeah. It's like that one go- powerlifting meet I did where I was definitely the best lifter there, but this little fucking this fucking little girl got the best lifter trophy just because she was there and she was cute. Fucking asshole. Oh sympathy vote, was it? Yeah. It was a sick trophy too that I didn't get. Tricks. Should have smacked it down. But actually, I played basketball too, but I wasn't that good. I only played one year of varsity basketball. But that's because you're white. But my my sport, my right, exactly. My sport. White men can't jump. (laughs) uh, Well, this will fit into that. My sport was golf, actually. I was a golfer. So uh, typical white privilege game. Hip hip tally ho. Off to the golf course. (laughs) Yep. Hip hip tally ho. (laughs) Yeah, I had my knickers and everything. I was pretentious. The whole oh, no, I was I the was little not, cap, the I was, little cap on. I was the same way. Like we would do, we would do shit. I mean, I was the same way. Not the same way I am now. That would be sad. But we would, we would, we weren't politically correct on the golf course either. Oh, not, oh, like comes, most of he us. Comes, here comes Jeff and Bag of Vance down the fucking yeah. golf course. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was a decent golfer, but. I was never. I kind of looked into doing it at, at a college level, and I just. It just golf is one of those games. It's like the more serious you take it, the more it makes you want to blow your brains out. So it's I just like, I like mini putt. Mini putt should be a fucking national event on TV. Mini putt's great. That'd be interesting. You got the fucking windmills, the clown mouth to hit it through and shit like that. That takes skill. Yeah. So let's <laughs> you gotta, say you got to get it just up the hill so it goes over the hill, but not too far over the hill. But if you don't hit it hard enough, it rolls back down towards you. There's fucking yeah. fucking skilling mini putt, mate. That's, yeah 
mini golf or mini yeah mini golf is all about knowing the knowing the the angles the contours and shit yeah um but what if you what 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 sport would you say you were your best suited for like let's say you you went back in time to when you're five years old and you could if you if you had to become professional in a sport which one do you think would have well obviously besides bodybuilding (laughs) (laughs) which one do you think you'd be most in powerlifting you would have been dominant in too obviously Oh, but like like probably, athletic sport. Well, I used to I used to I got second in the national title for sprinting. So when I was young, I was a good sprinter. But I probably think I probably think I'd have the build, and like the mindset. I probably would have made a good boxer. Yeah, I'm too much of a pussy for that, but I yeah. can see that. The sprinting yeah, so. thing, maybe. I feel like all. I mean, yeah, I feel like the sprinting thing. I don't I think would I would have been good. I wouldn't have been good at high jump. I don't think. Because <laughs> you, you could probably bo- jump. Bolting. You could probably jump though, huh? I was good at long jump because I was fast. So when doing yeah. the long jump, you know, we hit the board and then leap. I'd always yeah be really good at long jumping. But yeah, but nah. Probably, what about pole vaulting? I could be on the end of that stick. Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you have the? Know. You think you have the mentality for boxing though? Like, would you be okay yeah. getting your head punched in all the time? Yeah, because I find it a challenge. Especially anything yeah. that's a challenge, I love it. You know, it's like yeah, so it'd be more, be more like a challenge not to get my head punched in. So yeah, if I got punched, I'd be like, oh fuck, he got me again, the bastard. So right. You know? And everyone else thinks too. I guess if you wanted to, if you had any pent up anger, you could just <laughs> get it out there. Yeah. yeah, fucking yeah. bitch didn't cook my dinner last night. Fucking put my gloves on. <laughs> fucking put them on. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be too afraid. I think to do that. See, boxing, but, I, boxing, I probably do. MMA would be a lot different because they're coming at you from all angles. So it's like sometimes you see those boxers go into MMA, but then you see someone that's been doing MMA the whole life with the jujitsu and you know, you know, what is it like kickboxing and shit? Because all of a sudden you just figure for fifteen years you've been like this. And now all of a sudden you're swapping sports, you're getting a bit all of a sudden fucking legs start coming at you as well. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, get, I mean and then if you do if you do get on the ground in boxing, you get knocked down, they start counting. MMA, you get on the ground, now the cunts on top of you trying to choke you the fuck out. It's like, come on, man, give me a breather. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't like do a, any of the fighting stuff. Those guys are a, a next level with their uh-huh. I don't know. And I'm then again, once a, it, they're all they're all bleeding and shit, and then at the end of the fight, they pat each other on the back and go, "Good fight, thanks for that, thanks for fucking splitting my head open." See you next yeah. time. <laughs> it's interesting how many good bodybuilders were very fast sprinters because I know that like all of them were. Phil was, uh-huh. Dexter was unbelievably fast. Dexter uh-huh. was one of the best like high school running backs in Florida. Phil was a Division one basketball player, five nine, like in game dunker at five nine. Uh, Flex Lewis was a rocket ship. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the guys were very, very fast. Almost all of them. It's almost like if you you kind of almost need that, I think, to build a large amount of muscle. You need that like fast twitch muscle, explosive muscle. Right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna announce it here first. Come next year's Olympia, I have a contender. Hussein Bolt is going to be in the Olympia. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, he's quick though. He could have some. Fast twitch fighters. I guarantee he could get jacked if he wanted oh. to. Mm-hmm. You know? So, last listener question is Damon Jot? I don't know. Uh, 
Do you monitor heart rate while doing cardio? Never. Me either. Never have. No, I just. I see. I see. I see people doing that when they're. If you if you're doing a good steady pace, you know you know what slow walking is. That you're like, oh, why am I bother walking if you're on the treadmill or outside? As long as you're walking at a good pace, that if you were to talk someone, you're sort of not totally out of breath, but just you know a little bit out of breath if you're talking and stuff. But not to the point where you see people at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? What are you doing? I got to get in the zone. Yeah, people, they're like, well, don't you need your heart rate at least this and this? And I'm like, and do you need know. To, and do you need to sweat? Do you sweat while you're working out and yeah. doing cardio? If you don't get yeah. a sweat on, if you don't get a sweat on, you're not burning calories. I have a women ask me that a lot. Women ask me about the sweat thing a lot. Like, well, I did this workout and I didn't, I wasn't sweating, so I feel like I didn't get anything done. I'm like, that's not a good indicator at all of, I mean, if you're doing cardio maybe, but if you're doing any, like if you're doing a weight training workout, I mean, I don't, it depends on what you're doing, but sweating is not, most people sweat different amounts regardless. I've seen, I've seen skinny Eskimos. Do they sweat in, uh, in the snow? I doubt it. But I think if you're doing like training and stuff, you have to understand even cardio, people like, well, how many calories you burn? It's not even about how many calories you burn. It's about getting your metabolism going. So even yeah. though you stop cardio, I'm not on the treadmill now, but because I did an hour this morning, my metabolism's still going at a faster rate than if I didn't do any cardio at all. So even though you're no longer on the treadmill, your metabolism's increased. That's why when you're you know eating cleaner and doing cardio, you can eat more because it's almost just like throwing wood on a fire. It just yeah. gets burned up type thing. So people yeah. think, well, I've got to burn this many calories. I'm like, oh, I don't ever watch calories because – Right now, I do this treadmill. I probably, yesterday, probably doing an hour, I burnt like 400 calories. What I do as soon as I get off, I go have a cherry ripe and something else. I just put 700 back on. So I'm not worried about <laughs> how, many, how many fucking calories I burn off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much more. I think I think there's there's so much more to it as far as like, there's, there's like an infinite number of factors when you're dealing with the body and like fat loss and muscle mm-hmm. gain and stuff to try to like be so specific about it is almost like you're not going to it it, it it just there's it's too like, much going on. To, to, it's, like just, when, it's like when beginners go, Lee, what do you do for your outer head of the tricep? I just want to target that. I'm like, well, hey, just going to target that. Are you going to the other two heads of your tricep aren't going to work? It's like if yeah. you're doing push downs, if you're doing close grip bench, if you're doing dips. I said, you're going to hit all three heads. You know, maybe just one party tricep responds better than the other. But, you know, just to try and isolate that one head, I said, you're getting too complicated here, mate. Just train your tricep, train it strict, train it good. It will grow. It's like people say, I want to get a little bit more out here on my outer quad. I was like, well, if you're doing squats and leg press, you know, it's targeting in that. But sometimes people have better teardrop than the outer quad and vice versa. It's like people try and get so specific. Lee, how do I just bring up the inner chest? I'm like, well, I don't know how to make the rest of your chest not work and just the inner chest work and like even upper chest. What do I do for upper chest? It's like, you know, even I doing wish flat, I knew. even doing flat bench. I've seen powerlifters who do nothing but flat bench have massive upper chest. So mm-hmm, your chest is still working. Yes, the incline will, you know, give it a little bit more. Plus, you're going to get a little bit more front delt. So it's like, if you just do the basics, things are going to grow. If they aren't growing. Don't try and get all scientific about it and go, well, maybe if I just train it on this angle and 
while I'm doing triceps, if I turn 45 degrees to the left and put my arm on this type of an angle, that's just going to work the outer head perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mate, you're overthinking shit too much. Just do yeah. the basics. Right. I, I think, think the upper like- chest thing is kind of like, like you, for example, your chest is kind of short. Because you have mm-hmm. like you, your ab, your ab like area long, is longer. Have a long torso, so like I, yeah. I have a really like like you know Arnold had a really long mm-hmm. pec. I have long pecs and a stubby torso, like a stubby Kai Green torso. And I think if you have longer pecs, you're inevitably going to have a weaker upper chest because there's mm-hmm. all this meat down at the bottom. Where if you have a shorter chest, you're, I mean, you're you're going to have more upper chest because there's not enough, there's not as much like space there. I mean, I've been, I've been trying to bring up my upper chest for 15 years, and it's just like either I, my chest gets bigger or it doesn't. There's, oh, you know, really, do you know how you do you know how you bring it up, Jeff? More drugs, they say. If you take more yeah. drugs, that like when people I shoot stuff right in there, I guess. Exactly, but people just get so scientific or try to overthink it. I'm like, it's just basic training. People are like Lee, why don't you do more training videos? I'm like, why? I said, the guy asked me this morning, what do you do? I said, why? I said. Well, look, here's Lee at 13 years old doing a barbell curl. Here's Lee at 21. Oh, look, he's doing a barbell curl. Yeah. Here's Lee at 35. Oh, he's doing the same movement. It's a barbell yeah. curl. I said, what the fuck do you want to see any different? I said, from how I train then to now, I do barbell curl the same way. It wasn't like when I was 20 years old with each rep, I only blinked once. Now I'm 48. <laughs> now I'm 48. Oh, I've noticed something different. Now when Lee does barbell curls, I saw in his last video, he blinks twice. That's the secret. It's like it's the same fucking exercise. How boring watching the same movement over and yeah. over. The only, the only thing you're going to see change is my fucking T-shirt. I'm not fucking changing the exercises. It's like yeah. there's no secret, people. Just fucking stick to the basics, train hard, get your food in and rest. And if you're going to grow, you're going to fucking grow. There's no right. – I'm not doing fucking barbell curls with my feet planted in a certain direction or fucking whatever. So it's just – Yeah. I had a kid come in the other day. And he's like, he's like all these, all these bro. He's one of those. I don't know. He's he's like all these, all these bro scientists doing their bro yeah. splits. They don't know what they're doing. It's it's been scientifically proven that uh, <laughs> muscle protein synthesis lasts for twelve hours after you train. So oh. or whatever. And so so once you, once once twelve hours goes by, you can train again. So push pull legs is the best. And I'm think I'm like, dude, what do you? What if you're training like a pussy? Like, what if you're not eating? What if, what are you talking about? Like, as if, as if doing push pull legs instead of, instead of chest, back, arms, shoulders, legs, it, it, as if that change alone is going to make you grow. Like, you could be training like a complete idiot, or you could be training like a monster, or you could be eating like a monster, eating like an idiot. You could be not sleeping. You could be doing blow on the weekend. What are you talking about? Like, like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, have you, dude, ever, that's have you not... ever noticed too? Have you ever noticed nothing against them? But some of these ones who I've seen year after year online who are into this bro science, this that, they look exactly the same year after year. They're pretty fucking skinny. They don't look like they're going to the gym. But the only difference between them and you is you take more drugs than me or fucking. They got some excuses. Like it's funny it's... because this same guy <laughs> always goes on about about about. <laughs> how how horrible guys are that take steroids and how you know that mm. sort of thing and it's and like if I, you... I could i could look like him if i took it but <laughs> i just don't want to do that to my body because i'm all about health uh, yeah the sad thing is you have probably taken them and you still look shit so yeah 
generally those guys like if you're if you're like hardcore against if you are so adamantly against steroids and you're probably taking steroids you know uh-huh. like those guys are like why do you keep like i don't know we go, like going on about it it's uh-huh. it's all the time that little fishy uh-huh <laughs> yeah and people say like oh does uh is uh is rob on steroids and i'm like what kind of question is that what do you uh-huh. like that's like you would never ask me does rob drink alcohol no, no one no, would but, ever ask drink alcohol because it's like he may drink a beer. Yeah, maybe he has two beers with dinner uh-huh. twice a week. Or maybe if I say yes to you, I'm giving you no information. All I'm telling you is that he, in, in some way, shape, or form, he consumes alcohol. If I say yes, Lee uses steroids, you don't know anything. Is he, is he doing a gram of trend or I is say, he doing a 25 I, megs of anabar? I say exactly the same thing as I get asked all the time. Do you think Michael Hearn's natty? Do you think this person's natty? What do you think this person takes? Lee, what did you take? I said, why ask these stupid questions? If I tell you exactly what I took, if I told you exactly what Dorian took, I said, how does that fucking help you in your daily life of training? Because whatever I took might not be the same as going to work for you. And if someone's natural or not, and you've got all this time to think about, is Michael Hearn natural? Is this guy natural? I said, why do you even think about shit like that? Just concentrate on your fucking self and go fucking train. If you want to use a little bit, try a little bit. But me yeah. saying what I used, if I knew what Dorian took or these guys took and you knew what they took, how does that fucking help you? If you take the same thing, what, you think you're going to look like Dorian? So why do you spend yeah. all this time on fucking steroid issues when, to me, it's irrelevant? It's like, okay, you know the right. pros take them. Fucking move on. That's it. It's like, who cares? Right. It's like, shit. It's like, Lee, what do you think I should do? Should I take this much test and this? And I'm like, I don't fuck. Don't ask me. It's like. Fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah, not to mention, everyone responds to to steroids so differently. Mm -hmm. I've 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 learned that now firsthand. Like I'm convinced that people respond. I've seen guys take 750 milligrams of test with 300 milligrams of trend, and it's like they they put on 20 pounds of bloat and nothing else happens. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, I could never even imagine putting that in me. I couldn't even imagine. I feel like I would be 260 in two two weeks. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Like, I couldn't even imagine. First of all, I feel like it would kill me. Like, just because (laughs) of what I have, it's like, and then you have people like you or like Luke Sando was, like you do 500 milligrams of test and you're, bigger than 99.9% uh-huh. of people who have ever lived. Yeah, but, no, but, no like one will, but no one will believe you only do 500 milligrams of test because they're yeah. like, well, I'm doing 2,000 and I'm not as yeah. big as him, so they've got to be at least doing 5,000. Yeah. That, that's their yeah. fucking mentality. It's like... <laughs> I believe it because I've seen people firsthand. I've seen friends. I've seen... Yeah. Like, I've seen it firsthand, like, the way that... Oh, shit. How many guys do you see that go to a gym, like Gold Gym Venice? I'd see it all the time. Guys in there abusing the shit and i mean they couldn't even win a local show half of them if you looked at him i said hey jeff see that guy there he's taking like two thousand a week of test this and that you'd look at him and go does he even fucking lift the weight so yeah, it's like <laughs> all the time i tell people all the time that taking steroids and looking great are virtually not connected at all Mm-mm, because you just it's like it's the same in powerlifting. it's the same it's like there, in this area, there's a lot of great powerlifters for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. there's one or two, there's namely one, who's like, he's like a, a super elite world-class powerlifter. Totally natural, totally like raw. But there's other guys who are on like 
they're on a they're on a significant amount of shit. They're they're on about a gram because they they're pretty yeah. open about it. Like we all talk about it. Uh-huh. And I'm on I'm on HRT like like 140. You know what I mean? Low HRT. Yeah. And and I you know I'm I beat I beat all these guys who are jabbing a ton of stuff in them, and they they would never believe me. They would never oh, yeah. believe me if I told them that you know that that I was doing like it's not even worth it. I just tell they're them like, I don't do like, anything. They're like, like nah. they're like what? They're like what? Oh yeah, you probably take that every hour, every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. I had one kid go. I had one kid. I was at a we were at a deadlift meet, and one kid goes. This kid comes up to me. He goes, "You running?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? Am I running? Like, have I been running?" He's like, no, you run and shit. I'm like, no, nah, my HRT. He didn't know what HRT meant. And he goes, you want some halos? I got some halos in my bag. And I'm like, no, no, I don't but, want fucking halos. Like, I'm gonna go uh, win this meet on 140 milligrams. Like, I don't. I'm like, uh, it, it, it's like, and like, I, and like, and like, it doesn't you mean that you're gonna be better because you're on stuff or that you're off stuff. It, it, it it's not. It doesn't and the work. Halo's gonna kick in that quick. That it's gonna kick in that yeah. chain. You're gonna go. Whoa! Yeah. He literally offered me Halo at the meet while we were warming up to deadlift. I'm like, he wasn't competing, but oh, imagine I, if imagine if you took it, Jeff, you could have broke the world record straight away. You popped that pill like Roger Aim, Jet, and whoa! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell! I don't know. I don't know. It's just well, that's like that's like those same dickheads when I go to the gym and I see the fucking the, the pin dispenser in the thing with steroid needles sticking out the top of it. I'm thinking. Some of these people think they actually think that if you inject it before you fucking train, it's going to work like a pre-workout, like fucking yeah. straight away. I just had test. Hold on, let me. Oh fuck yeah, I can feel it. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever take? Did you ever in your career take one of those like like Halo tests, like one of those really really strong orals that hits you like quickly and makes you like aggressive yeah. and crazy? The only strong oral I took was a Napalon fifty. What was that? I'm not even familiar with that. Uh, well, he was called a Napalon 50 or was it Anapolon, but Napalon, it's like one of the strongest ones you can get. You only need one a day. It's 50 milligrams, and that increases your red blood cells and makes you super fucking – within a week, you'll notice your strength goes through the roof, and a lot of people would take it and tear shit because they get so strong yeah. that other thing wasn't catch up in time. And I had yeah. a friend. He'll take two. He'll get bad headaches because everything – blood pressure increases, and it's most toxic on your body. I had, as this day, I had a friend, he was taking him, comes up to my time in the bathroom, hey, Lee, got a question to ask you. I've been taking an apple on 50. I said, yeah, how much? Six a day. I went, six a day? I said, fuck me, dead, that a cool. He goes, yeah, that's one to ask you. He goes, I've been urinating blood. Is that bad? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, that's fucking natural. Just no, that's the goal. Pissing. Yeah, just keep pissing blood out. It's fucking good for you. <laughs> Why don't you fucking ask me? What was it called? Anapolon, A-N-A-P-L-O-N. Scott, what do you know what that is, Scott? If you're listening, Anapolon 50. Scott's good with that type of shit. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, it sounds like uh, it sounds like an anadrol type drug. Uh, let me see if I can Google it here. Uh, Napolon, I think it was. I, I had a buddy who took 50 milligrams of anadrol, just that, and he, he exploded into a monster. Yeah, Napalon 50, uh, known as oxymethylone and anadrol. Oh, it's an anadrol. Yeah, yeah. anadrol. 
Yeah. It's a synthetic anabolic steroid developed in 1960 by Syntex Pharmaceuticals. So do you know what milligrams yeah. they were that he was taking when he was taking six uh, a day? Tens 50, or something? No, 50 milligrams oh each. Oh, my God. Because here they come in 50 milligrams. That's why I'm looking at the boxes Fuck now. It says dude. An apple on 50. I'll take one of them and I'd feel like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's just here. Here it's called an apple on 50 in Australia. Yeah. One of my buddies, I, I, one of my buddies took... 50 milligrams of that so it'd be one of those and he gained like he gained like 30 pounds he he gained 30 pounds like and he didn't have any like well it kind of it fucked up his appetite which is common but yeah so here's fastest acting and strongest anabolic steroid used today but it can cause dangerous side effects yeah 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 pissing pissing if you're taking 300 milligrams a day you took that you took that a a little bit or like one time I take it up until shows generally. Normally, the last because it was so strong, I take it like generally the last four weeks before a contest because it increased the red blood cells. It keep you nice and full and strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I remember I remember here in Australia, like he was talking about here, how it says increases the number of red blood cells and that oxygenating cells. I remember when they hear, look, the real strength gains bigger muscles and the ability to work harder. We used to be able to get it. it used to be a hundred dollars a bottle here in Australia for an apple on fifty. And then they discontinued it. And this was back when AIDS was becoming a bigger thing and that sort of thing. And then they, because of the red blood cell increase, they're like, oh, we can use this on AIDS patients now to help them, you know, get strength and shit. So when they re-brought it back on the market, before it used to be $100 a bottle, when they brought it back out for the AIDS to use, AIDS patients to use, it was $1,000 a bottle. <laughs> wow. marketing, marketing at its finest, huh? What about uh, Dianabol? Dianabol, I never really went over 30 milligrams a day. Yeah. Generally, because generally I'd come in 25 milligram tablets here or 10. So you could like take three or 10. But if it came in a 25 milligram pill, I'd just take the 25. But if they came in 10 milligram ones, because I didn't want to break it in half, I'd take 30. Yeah. But that was about it. But I know people are fucking taking eight of them a day or more. It's like fucking... 100 nonsense. milligrams is like, that's what you do. 100 milligrams. No, like, I never went over. Maybe once or twice I might have did 40. But I yeah. was never at 50. I remember like an apple I'd take one it was 50. But generally the Dynabell was no more. Like I said, if it was a 25 milligram tab, I'd just take the 25 a day. If it was yeah. a 10 one, if it was a 10 ones, because I didn't want to take 20. I didn't want to take you know, 25, break it. I'd say, oh, fuck, I'd just take three of them. So it was 30. But yeah. I never, I never went crazy on any of it, but you know, if I read online, I did, or people tell me I did. It's like yeah. I, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't believe how many times people have told me, I know for a fact what you took. I'm like, for real? <laughs> yeah. You have <laughs> no okay. idea. You have no idea. <laughs> you just, and that's that's the thing I learned. The more I, the more I'm, the more I am into this sport, the more I realize that you just don't know. You don't do you know, mean, like. Do you mean? Do you mean as long as you've been in this sport and working in that shop, you've never had someone come in and go, "Oh, do you know Lee Priest or Lee Priest, a bodybuilder? Do you know what he takes? I can tell you. He takes this and that. Have you ever had anyone tell you what I've taken, Jeff? No, no, but I've had yeah. I've had more than one person say that they they don't they think you're uh, bullshitting about your doses though. Oh. I can never understand that. It's like. I've always been honest about everything from sex life to family life to anything. It's like it's because they don't know anything about you. They don't know the, all they the know about thing, you is you're a human that was jacked. They don't understand. They don't understand that you were you had a deep cut six pack when you were twelve and you were like they don't understand that you were gifted and that you your whole you dedicated your whole life 
They don't understand any of that. All they see is you being yeah, but the whole, jacked. But the, whole, but the whole lying thing is like, my story has never changed. I must be a good liar if I can stick to the same mm-hmm. amounts for all this time. But it's like, yeah. when I say I took 400 of test, or if it's a sus 250, I took two mil, which would be 500 if it's a legitimate 250 a mil. Maybe it's under strength. But it's like, if I took a 1,000 or 2,000, I'd say, hey, when I was 20, I took a 1,000. Why, why would I fucking care? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't yeah. give a shit. If it was 5,000, right. yeah, I'd rather tell the truth and say, yes, okay, when I was 25, I took 5,000, and this is how I felt. This is what I experienced, and I realized, hey, I'll go back to 2,000. But, you know, all I've ever done is the 400 or 500, and then at the time with Trevor from Nuclear Nutrition, I did try 800 a week, and I felt crap. So I went back to yeah. the four, and I've always stayed around the smaller amounts and done well. I've had friends who have abused it. I've told them to come off and then start back at a smaller amount, and guess what? Hey, thanks, Lee. I still feel great. I'm making the same results as I was when I was using three times the amount. I'm like, see, right. I fucking need these larger amounts. It's yeah, like, yeah. But you, but you can't tell them. It's like, well, I read online. Nope. I read online. You need this much. I, I exactly doc- what happens. Doctor Tony Huge says you fucking need this. Oh, fuck. <sighs> yeah, it's exactly what happens. I tell like I, kids would be like, I'm oh, doing 300 milligrams of trend. I'm like, yeah that's a lot. And they're like, no, it's not. That's not a lot. I'm like, yes, it is. You're taking a drug that was never meant for humans. And 300 milligrams is a lot. Like, especially when you haven't been, you've, you've like, you don't do it. You've never been doing it. You're young. You're 21. Like it is a lot. And you can't convince them. It's just, it's just my first cycle. Next year I'm going to go 600. (laughs) Yeah. Did you you use, did you use trend at all? I did it a couple of times, but I just, after, I used it for maybe, I wouldn't say, if I add up the total years I did it, probably three years, I wouldn't do it like every year. Maybe if I wanted something and I couldn't get it like Master on, we don't have Master on, Lee, I got some trend, okay, I'll take the trend, but just that fucking, the last time I ever did, I was in the bathroom with Kathy, must have been 2001 or 2002 Olympia, when I was training in that shed, fucking in the bathroom, shove it in, all of a sudden, as I stand up, yeah. fucking yeah. chest goes, I mean, as tight as it's ever been. And I'm like, <sighs> and like, all I can picture is me fucking falling on the floor, a fucking yeah. syringe hanging out my shoulder, fucking dying. I said, fuck this all shit. All of a sudden, you that. believe in God in that moment, right? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. That, just that Please feeling. God. I, said, I said, never again. I mean, it was almost like I just inhaled a whole thing of chlorine or something. Because when I was young, yeah. I accidentally did that. I found this stuff in the laundry because we had a pool. I'm like, what's that white stuff? Took it off. <laughs> fucking the pain up my nose and fucking chest and shit. I'm like, yeah. So when I had that last trend shot and my chest, I mean, it was like, I couldn't describe like the pain and the pressure and how tight it got. And I'm there like, not even coughing. I'm like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck that. Never again. So, no. Yeah. Yeah, that that would never. That scares me. That whole mm-hmm. that drug in general is scary to me. Even though a lot yeah. of people say it's like, well, like I'm amazed at the amount of young awesome. kids that. I'm amazed at the amount of young kids that take it. They go to music festivals. All you see is trend this, trend that. I'm like, you guys are fucking nuts. Well, this is what happens. Like, you get a kid that comes in all the time. This happens, dude. Like, they might work out, but you can't tell that they work out. You know what I mean? They're they're not they haven't gotten to a point where you can tell they work out. Mm-hmm. And they make like trend jokes because they think they're cool. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. They're like, well, you just do some trend. <laughs> and they have yeah. no idea what trend is. All they know is it's like the the 
the cool thing right now because it's a dangerous oh. st- steroid. That's like, that's like when I'm online, like, when I'm dude. doing my lives. If I'm doing my live on Instagram, every time someone, same thing, always making little trend jokes. I'm like, fucking yeah. hell, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. yeah. But um, the last thing, Lee sent me a video on WhatsApp of of was it was it a uh, rusty jeffers who did it who pulled your finger off yeah fingernail yeah your fingernail <laughs> yeah. what the fuck was that well we're actually at the gym right and i was uh, this could have been russ russ could have been there that time at the gym actually and yeah. we're doing this this weight stack was stuck somehow and i'm like look guys i'll help you fucking unstick it if you just hold this so i had my hand down there I want to stick. I think I think I got it, and for some reason, when I said that, they let the wake stack go, and it fucking slammed on my finger. So then the next day, my finger was that fucking swollen, and the pressure was in it. I'm like, fuck me, dead. It's gonna eventually, it might come off. But I tried to get a drill, and I'm trying to hold my finger straight while we drill into it, so we can release the pressure. But that didn't fucking work too well. So I said, you know what? It's and and cause where it hit my finger, it had this jagged edge on it. And I was catching it. And it was just like I said, it's swelling up. It's going black. I said to Rusty, I got an ND. Let's just fucking rip it off. It's going to come off anyway. So Rusty goes, yeah, I'll go get some pliers. And you saw the video. He had the biggest pair of fucking Stilsons he could fucking find. Do you have a a better video of it? That video was so blurry. I think think that's the only one. Even even then, though, it was like, I think that was one of those old, old phones back in the day. So I'm just sitting at his kitchen table holding my hand like this. Like I said, I, I, I thought he might have came back with a small pair of pliers. He comes back with these big fucking Stilsons like he's going to fix the fucking sink under the kitchen sink. <laughs> and he claims them on my yeah, They probably were under the kitchen sink yeah. the day before, too. And I'm holding I'm holding my hand like this. He goes, you ready? I'm, I'm ready. And he just grabs it and fucking with all his might, he just goes, rip, and the fucking fingernail come off. So. Oh, man. The things we do for fun. What was the aftermath of that? I uh, bled a little What's bit. That and bled just... like a bastard. Yeah, a fair bit, but then we just bandaged it up and I was fine. A new one grew back. <laughs> oh, but it was fun. It's one of those things I committed to do. I said, yeah, go do it. It must have been yeah. a silly frame of mind. Go get it. Let's do yeah. it. And, and then once you film it, now you got to go through with it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you could have auditioned for uh, Jackass and, and made, the, yeah. made the show. Exactly. Made the show with that. Yeah, but I still laugh when he came out of the fucking garage with that big fucking bell. Like, oh, you've got nothing smaller. I, yeah. I want to take the fingernail off, not my fucking finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because you see, he's got both hands on the fucking handle of it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, and you got that's your why... finger, you like this. Like, well, you that's, got well, that's, it, why I'm, like... that's why I'm fucking holding it, because I'm thinking he's going to rip my whole fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. How easy did it come off? It came right off? Oh, yeah, because you gave it a big yank. Rusty, because oh, he was... Sta- Rusty's standing there in, like, a yeah. fucking lun- lunge pose with both hands on, so he just goes... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was Man. quick. I would have puked, I think. I'm glad I didn't ask him to remove my foreskin or anything back in the day. That might yeah. have... Lee, I got a set. I got a set. Piece. I got a samurai <laughs> sword, Lee. We can do this. Yeah. Hold back still. No, I got the fucking cigar cutter for the cigar. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking pizza cutter. <laughs> Lay that bad boy down for me. We just go around it like this. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Ooh, that was a that's a gnarly video. Yeah, super funny. gnarly. But uh, that's about all I have. Uh, yeah. Tell the Mike Menser story quick. The Mike you're Menser talking story. to Scott when uh, oh, w- oh, what you did, when you yeah. were. Well, I've seen Mike Venice. all the time. 
I was always seeing Mike at the gym pretty much every day. And, you know, back then too, you always, before I came to Venice, Mike, you'd see on the books and they're so big. But then when I met him, it was like normal. But then I don't think he had a good diet, Mike, because his stomach got bigger and bigger. And he was a chain smoker out the front of Golds. There's Mike Mentor fucking, he always had the T Michael tops on and the big baggy pants. I'm not sure, he must have drank a bit too, because one day I come to the gym, he, I was about to walk in, he's out the front smoking. Lee, come here. I'm like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he goes, you know what, Lee? Arthur Jones. I'm like, yeah, I know Arthur Jones. He, you know, made the Nautilus gym equipment. He goes, yeah, Arthur Jones worked it out. Arthur Jones is God. I'm like, hmm, how do we put that together somehow? Arthur Jones is God. He goes, yes. He has been thinking about it. How great thou art. You know how when they say how great thou art? They're talking about Arthur Jones. <laughs> Arthur Jones. I'm like, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> Man, he was really into uh, high-intensity training. He was. <laughs> Arthur Jones no, is no, guy. No, I didn't realize he actually. I didn't realize he actually went crazy. I thought when people said that, they just meant like he was so pissed off over the Arnold shit and stuff. No, I think Rightfully he did. So. There was a, towards the end, there, I think there was something happening in there. But there's a good picture of me in that black and white unitard with Mike Mentor in the gym, if you can find it online. Just find Lee Priest and Mike Mentor. But, yeah, yeah that, that black and white unitard I'm wearing, there's a picture of me and Mike in there shaking hands. Yeah. Maybe Scott around, will find it and put it up. Yes, yes right around now. that time. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but, if I find it, I'll send it to you anyway, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's really all I got. That's all I got. I was looking for the timestamp for Scott, but he's a, he, he'll, he'll find it. Um, mm -hmm. oh, what's this? So, uh, that's all I got, Lee. Unless you have anything else. No, that's it. Yeah. Good show. Uh, like, subscribe, follow comment let us know what you think you would do about an amputee in a in a bodybuilding contest and uh give us some and I don't, good and examples I don't, I don't of politically want, incorrect people, jokes too yeah and i don't want people to think i was coming down on that amputee because you look no. fantastic i'm just right i'm just more curious on how do they judge it because like like you said he looked like yeah. he deserved, deserved to win but i'm just wondering how they judge an amputee compared like i said i don't even like to say able to because he's able so it's not like yeah disabled so it's just like i mean if you're going for symmetry and you're judging two legs compared to one is what i mean so nothing right. against nothing against and he did him, look great he did look yeah, he awesome did. yeah cannonball delts look, tight waist look, looks looks better than my two legs <laughs> yeah <laughs> i doubt it but uh yeah guys like subscribe comment uh check out all the other shows we got on it uh, on advices radio and think big bodybuilding uh, the guys, uh, Dusty and Ron just had Chris Bumstead on, uh, it's just bodybuilding. It was a good interview. He talked about all the like health issues he's been going through and stuff. It's very cool. Health uh, issues. Yeah. He has like an autoimmune disorder that affects his kidneys. So uh, his, it looks like his time. Like he's, he's on the retarded bus review. Is he with the autoimmune? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. We're all we're together like this. <laughs> You're gonna wick the lick the windows together with our ah. helmets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, He's still uh, in the Olympia, isn't he? Isn't he doing the Olympia now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But he just says his like his his time in bodybuilding is going to be somewhat short lived because yeah. his that body's could, only going to be able to take it that for could so be, That could be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys. 
For Lee Priest, I'm Jeff Roberts. Renegade Muscle, thanks for watching, and we're out.